Okay, are we ready? Welcome to the Abby and Abby podcast, where we take a long, hard look at what it takes to have a career as a writer and go out of our way to learn from the very best. Join us as we dig deeper into an industry where connection builds community and community builds careers. Hi, professionals. Welcome to the Abby and Abby podcast. I'm Abby G. And I'm Abby H. I'm so excited today to introduce you to my editor, the wonderful Bethany Miller. She's edited dozens of books. She has really great insight in the kind of people that she sees succeed in this industry and the kind of things that you can do to further your career as an author. Beth, we're so excited that you're here. Um, Thank you so much for agreeing to record with us. Hi, guys. It's so good to be on, too. Uh, So developing a career as an editor is actually surprisingly similar to starting out as an author. Um, What would you say was the most important thing you did when you began pursuing your career path? Um, So that I love that question. Um, When I was preparing, um, the number one thing that comes to mind was education, because without a doubt, uh, college (laughs) was definitely the biggest thing for me because um, you just, you learn so much and um, just like the peer reviewing aspect is mm-hmm. huge because you learn how to take critique. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I went to our, our local community college for my associate's degree. Um. And then once I knew what I really wanted to do, I went to a more professional university that was really focused on their professors being actual masters of their arts. Mm-hmm. So for the English department, that meant the um, the professors were actually writing and publishing their their works, or they were poet laureates. Um, they were people that were extremely prestigious uh, for our area, anyway. <laughs> um, there, um, I majored in creative writing and I minored in professional writing, um, and then. You kind of question, okay, did I need all of that or should I go on a little bit further? But I am so glad that I did what I did because the craft of each of them is so different, mm-hmm. uh, but both are absolutely essential for what I do as an editor. Um, and then actually becoming an editor was really easy because I had been working on books since before college just for like family friends and then after I completed my degree I was able to just expand more by word of mouth and Mm -hmm. um it helped my my degrees behind me definitely helped with confidence because I could actually say no I actually do know what I'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) I love that because education is so important and getting experience you know there's nothing like that what would you say to a young professional about why hiring an editor is so vital? So there are a few reasons. Um, But my major two are, the first one is you don't know what you don't know. Um, (laughs) And until you talk to a professional, uh, you don't know. Um, I have had a few people want to give me their manuscripts um, and they're like super convinced that their work is complete and ready to go. Um, And I will receive it and like even from a glance glance I can tell that the person like had no peer peer reviews no peer editing the plot has holes the writing is just not quite there um characters are inconsistent um again you don't know what you don't know and Mm -hmm. at the same time if you have been peer reviewing um in a you know a local writing club or or online or whatever 
that's still only going to take you so far because pure editing want to go both directions um so so that's that's something that's really important but again you don't know what you don't know until you actually send it send it to an editor um and then my other reason is an editor is going to see things from that like 1000 foot view where mm-hmm. the writer or you know wh- whatever professional we're talking about no matter what project you're working on you can only see it from you know up close so it's really mm-hmm. helpful to have someone who can step back so for example my mother I usually send my work to my mother to edit. <laughs> I'm an editor, but if I've worked on the project, I I can't see the small things anymore, and that we're just we're just work blinded. Um, uh-huh. So that would that would be my other like huge. Please still send your work to an editor <laughs> yes. because you're gonna miss stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I would I would think um, to me it's simply essential that you have a professional look over your work and give you feedback um, before it goes to press for sure. Yeah, I love that, and that's so true with like um, your relationship with me and like all the things that I've sent you. Is like I had no idea what I didn't know, <laughs> you send me back the manus- manuscript, and I'm like, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> Or like even just like pointing out holes of like, hey, we needed a, a chapter here to check in on this storyline and realizing, oh, you're so right. And I completely forgot about that. Um, and I, I love that that perspective. So you work with a lot of authors and many of them, including myself, you've been there since the beginning of their careers. W- what is the most important thing that you've seen them do to establish a career that really lasts? So that's a really hard question because every <laughs> writer I know is still a working professional in another field. <laughs> it's really hard to really make it as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and even a couple other writers are like retired. So, yeah. <laughs> they don't like it <laughs> uh, but I would say um, that the writers who have stuck with it honestly are the ones who really take feedback to heart and yeah. learn from it and I'm not talking just like okay yeah yeah she's right and I'm moving on it's like no your writing style changed because of no. the feedback that I gave you yeah um, and I, it takes a lot of humility <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of humility and it's hard but I promise when I send a book back I have bled over it that's why it's red yeah. it's because I have done that much work to it those writers they they not only had the humility to take that to heart but they can also once they start doing that they can see themselves getting better and then that entices them to work even harder I worked with um someone fairly recently who I sent her book back to her and I said this is only the skeleton of a story and then I gave her some very specific feedback and I, that's where you're like, okay, did I make or break a writer? Um, <laughs> and she sent it back to me and it was like spot on, spot on. Wow. She took it to heart and she actually like ran with it. And I was so proud of her. I know it's so hard to be an author. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an editor because I love to read and I, you know, I'm a writer too, to an extent, but mm-hmm. you will probably never see me write, you know, a novel length piece just because it's so hard I know yeah. it's hard and it takes a lot of work um so 
Yeah, I would also just make sure that um, you're getting good feedback from peers or from your editor, um, because that's how you learn. Um, and it is the number one most important thing that you can do in your writing career. And that is what makes a career last. I know for me, like I love my editor. So a lot of her stuff comes through and I'm like, oh my goodness, like you're so right. But I need that day to like be angry. I always take it yes. for so long. Sure. And I'm a perfect writer and I can't believe you think this needs work and all that good stuff. But then the day after I'm like, I've I've had my say and my piece in my head and my heart, of course. And then I'm like, okay, we actually have to get to work. And it's some of the most fun part is getting to make it better and that look on someone's face, especially my editor. Yeah. She's like, that, that's what we needed. I'm like, yes. I yes. Um, I think that moves into um, what is something that you see that authors do, especially in the beginning of their careers, that delays or even derails them on their journey? So I, I would actually come back to the same point. Um, I see this regularly, unfortunately. <laughs> um, this is the, the number one thing that delays or totally derails writing journeys is not being able to cope with feedback. Um, but what I would say to that is, do you want people to read your work? Because if your editor doesn't even want to read your work, or if you can't take the criticism that your editor has to give you, there's a lot of other people out there with even more opinions. So (laughs) you definitely want to keep that in mind. Uh, The first time that I send an edited manuscript back to an author, I know every single time that it will either make or break them. Um, And I take that to heart. Um, It's and I've seen it break several. Um, And I honestly do try my best to soften the blow. Um, I read a pretty major analysis. And um, in that analysis, I kind of talk about just different aspects, whether it's characters or um, your plot or even like simple grammar things. And um, when I send that back, I hope that the editor reads the analysis first (laughs) because it kind of helps soften the blow a little bit because you know, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yep. I I know that about my writing now. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit more prepared about what I see in the manuscript, but they're paying for professional feedback. So I can't hold back either. You know, I have to, I don't, I can't take that lightly. Um, And I've had writers totally quit. Um, But like I told you um, a few minutes ago, I've also had writers take it by the horns and wrestle their writing into something really incredible. And I've definitely um, had a few, several writers do that. And um, that's what makes it all worth it. It's so exciting to just say, (laughs) So I have one author that I have literally been writing or working on his books for like since I began. Um, he's the one that really he pushed me to do it. And he told me um, way back when he's like, I got to um, start getting um, my work edited by you before you're expensive because you're going to be really good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Anyway, I've edited. Oh, uh, probably under 10 of his books, but uh, probably almost 10, somewhere around there. He tells me, he's like, you always put your finger on a weak spot and twist it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it hurts every time because I know you're right. 
I feel so, for him though. I understand. Yes. So yeah, um, it's also so beautiful because you get that, that sent back to you, you know, and you don't know what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so, that's so much fun to see how well um, writers can really take it if you push him. Um, and I've pushed um, Abby here um, a mm-hmm. fair few times. And <laughs> Whatever she ends up sending me back, even if she tweaked one word in a sentence, sometimes I like kind of facepalm myself because I'm like, yeah, this one needs some serious work. And it'll be like a whole paragraph and she'll tweak like a word. And I'm like, oh, well, that works perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't confirm. It's very good. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time, whenever I push someone like her, it comes back almost magical. It's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. that's so cool. We didn't know this was behind there. Mm-hmm. So again, just like uh, take your editor's feedback to heart, have the humility yeah. to sit down and really work on it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I can I can uh, confirm the way you're saying like it it does. It's not a good feeling necessarily, but I and I can say when you send stuff, it is kind like you are nice. Like when I get stuff back from. um the Odyssey team and it's all ripped apart. It takes me a couple of days to get over that one because it's like they're they're not mean. They're just honest. <laughs> it's rough. And they don't soften the blow as much as you do. So your 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 analysis comes back and it's just it's so helpful and it's it's always spot on, like exactly where all the parts that I was hoping I could slip under the wire and just get away with it. Oh, I do. Cause I don't want to deal with it. And so, and she always catches it. But part of that for me is I'm also a teacher. So I don't mm-hmm. want to just be like, Oh yeah, well, here's your work back with a bunch of red on it. Yeah. I do take the time to like, even in the manuscript, I have tons of comments and I'm like, this mm-hmm. is why this doesn't work. <laughs> because I want the writer to be able to take that to the next book mm-hmm. and start there and not oh, yeah. start, you know, from the very bottom again. I want you to start yeah. with on the, you know, on the step up. And I've done that so many times. It's really, it's helped me so much. Um, so you're quick to recognize talent when you see it. What is the first thing that you look for, especially for someone who's just getting started and doesn't have the most polished portfolio yet? So whenever I've seen writers um, whose work jumps out to me as even Mm -hmm. an amateur, um, there are two things that really stand out to me. And the first one is whether the characters are actually jumping off the page. And Mm -hmm. the other one is whether I want, I read the first line and I really want to keep reading. Um, And then you can, to be able to do that, if you, you know, you're an aspiring writer, you just spend time in the world that you're working with. If you spend time with your characters, that might read, I mean, in the, some writers hate to hear this, but you might have to write hundreds of pages yeah. that have nothing to do <laughs> with the story. And that is going to help you understand your world and understand your characters so much better. And then when you go to actually write, those characters are going to be so well formed in your mind that you don't have to like sit there and think about what characters would do. It's just going to flow. And that makes the world function so much thoroughly for your readers. And 
it's almost I, I come back to that that word almost it's almost magical like I, I've I've read so much and what you can tell almost instantly when a writer really knows her characters really knows her world because it's like stepping through a door yeah. and you're just there there's no question in your mind like oh well what happened before this who were these people before I stepped in it's or we're walking through the story and we're like I'm still not quite sure about this character, how they're going to act. It's just not a super solid character. But when you've spent that much time with your characters and in your story or in your plot or in your world, it all all comes together so nicely. And that's, that's the fun of writing. You make me want to go sit with my manuscript. Like I'm sitting here like, bye guys. I've got to go work. Um, I'll be back uh, later. Thank you so much. Oh, I love that so much. And I keep saying that, but it's like, I love hearing your perspective because I feel like you don't only come at it as like an editor, but you also come at it at the story angle of of a reader. And I, I just, I can just see that like oozing out of you as you're talking. I'm like, I love that so much. When I was five, probably, I remember sitting in my room and thinking, I wish I could get paid to read books <laughs> Didn't we all think that I remember and I know right and then and yeah. somehow it happened and I couldn't even say like even in college that like even came back to me at any point it was what after college it was probably the last few years where I was like wait a second I am doing that I'm getting paid to read books it's small it's freelance but oh man I'm getting paid to read books how cool is that <laughs> lifetime <laughs> achievement so Beth where can people find you if they wanted to work with you or wanted to submit to you what's what is your process for that so I do have a website it's wordbenderbooks.wordpress.com and if you go there you can look for requirements for submission and it outlines what I need to develop a quote and my email address and everything is right there so it's wordbenderbooks.wordpress.com um, that process starts a submission and then we definitely talk about goals because you don't just like send your trans your your manuscript somewhere. We um I feel like it's a very personal thing and we need to talk about it. And um there's a few things that usually surprise clients at first. For instance, editing takes time. Okay, mm-hmm. so people are like, Yeah, can you have it back to me in just a couple of weeks? I'm like, No, I can't. I'm sorry. You <laughs> really want me to take my time on it. I can usually turn one around in about 30 to 45 days. I do have a toddler, so that kind of like um, throws a wrench in mm-hmm. things sometimes. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the other thing that is also really hard for people to swallow is sometimes it will take three or more drafts for it to come out as a finished, polished product. And mm-hmm. It's important to like it's take that to heart because yeah. I mean I can't do all of my work in ones, you know, the first time I've read it through because you're gonna change stuff when you get it back. Mm-hmm. And then I need to see it again. And there might be something that something else that might pop up that needs changed. Or the first time I might see it, we might have to just solely work on your characters or your plot. Mm-hmm. And then you go towards the third draft. We'll be working on mechanics. Mm-hmm. So it just takes time. And that's that can be really hard for people to understand. Um, the other another thing that um 
can really throw people is that they're not paying me to rewrite for them. Mm-hmm. I've had a few people be like, well, aren't you just going to fix it? I'm like, <laughs> my job is to point out the problems, but it's the writer's job to fix it. And I will absolutely give examples. Abby could totally tell you that. I will give multiple examples sometimes just yeah. to like get your brain moving um, because I know how it is to be a writer. And just, you're like, oh, I've been working on this so long. And you just feel stagnant. So I do try to throw out um, a few examples or try to really thoroughly explain an issue. Um, But it all comes down to the writing voice and it needs to be the writer. I can do some pretty good mocking of writing voices, but (laughs) there's nothing that can take the place of the writer doing the work themselves. I usually tell writers this, that the first thing that you need to know when you submit your work to an editor is that is when your work actually begins. Think about all the work it took you to write this book. It might not take quite as much time overall, especially if you've been working on this book for years, but there's going to be so much that I send back. You can't have the mentality of okay well this is i'm just checking it off the list we're we're almost done moving on you know ready to publish no when yeah. i get that book this is when it really really begins you have hard work ahead of you once you get that manuscript manuscript back writing is simply not for the faint of heart <laughs> it really isn't it's not it's uh, not all right well thank you so much for joining us today beth that was amazing and We had such a good time talking to you. Well, thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining us on the Abby and Abby podcast, where we believe that connection builds community and community builds careers. Join us next time as we talk to Andrea Chapman, author of Beneath the Deep, about the importance of learning your craft and taking the leap.